Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm just fine. I'm so happy. <clears throat> this is probably not a very nice day when you're listening to us, but um, we're still basking in the loveliness of the first four days of the week mm-hmm. and how wonderful it's been and put away the big heavy coats and boots, but we know we won't. We will need those by the time you're listening. The only good, the good thing is when it comes to March and April... It doesn't stick around that long. So it's like, okay, big deal. The, but I, the, I do recall um, a major snowstorm yes, as in a blizzard. Yes, in March 1993. No, last year. Yes, but 1993 was worse. Well, I got stuck in Philadelphia. How drafts. Um, but yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyway, um, the, other than that, um, I'm thinking things are great. I don't have too much to report as far as what's going on. Well, no, but we did have a nice night last Friday. We, we did. saw a chorus line at Broadway, which we mentioned we were going to do, and we had a little din-din at Posh prior to, which was packed yeah, with people. Yeah, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And a nice turnout at the show, and we had fun. I liked it. I, that was the second time I've seen that show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get mixed reviews, but I thought... I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It didn't. There was no intermission, which I love. Two hours straight and up and done, and you're you're out. Yeah, but it, I, I had never seen it, and I never and felt I like it, it dragged at all. Did you? No, I really didn't. Nope. So I I enjoyed it, and nope. we had we had a good time. And so were you singing? Um, in your seat. Some of them, yes. I still am repeating some of them, if you know me what I mean. Me too, me too. It keeps popping yes. up. Uh-huh. They call those earworms. Yeah, well, yes. I have been singing, telling Frank Blase, who's the executive director, whenever you call, they have the songs of the show on when you're on hold. Oh, I didn't every know Every time I call, it was always one mm-hmm. singular <laughs> sensation. And I said, that's my theme song. Of course it is. Of course. I thought it was too busy being fabulous. Well, that is too. Anything that sounds good is, I'll take. All right. Um, But yes, it was lots of fun. So I have to tell you about a couple things coming up this weekend. Yes. Number one in the paper yesterday was the story. For many years, Joanne Arduino and I chaired a fashion show for Coleman. And then for many years, and then Tracy Doherty and Beth Hopkins chaired it for a year. And then we went back and it was just back and forth with the fashion show. And then the last two years we did this big wigs. It was a, um, a review. A ma- I was a female review show. And um, 
so we did that for two years and then we were trying to we didn't know what we were going to if we were going to do anything this year and we decided to go with uh, josh mast and paul blackledge at posh to do a little pre-oscar party from 4 to 5 30 on march 4th which is tomorrow when you're listening um it's a 50 dollar charge there is food drinks and entertainment and um it's going to be a lot of fun. Just a little red, you know, pink carpet, ECTVs there. Frankie Regan doing his um, photo booth. Jack Martin will be spinning some tunes. So it's going to be lots of fun. And that's and for, an, uh, for a cause. That's all to benefit the Coleman Foundation. Okay. So we have 12 bartenders. And last week, if you remember, I talked about this. And I forgot the 12. I said I had 11, and I could not think of who the 12th one was. So on Saturday morning, I get a text from... Joanne Cummings, who's, who owns Sanderson State Street Salon, where Lynn gets her hair cut and her nails, and I get my nails and my hair cut from Joanne. And she said, Mary Jo Prino was listening to your show, and you were talking about no. the 11th bartender. Guess who the 12th one was that you forgot? Me! So I said, oh, dear God, I should never forget the woman who takes the scissors to my head. So um, we, I said, I will announce you first. So Joanne Cummings owner of Sanderson State Street Salon, haircutter to the stars, will be one of the guest bartenders, along with the many others, um, radiologists and um, Dr. Uh, Christine Policare and Dr. John Farrell. We have Edwin Velez Did from Picture... Down? No, I'm going to... again by memory. <laughs> no. Edwin, yeah, Edwin Velez from Picture Perfect. Um, uh... Micah Woodard from Lavish. <laughs> Megan and Greg Gagoric of Toyota of Scranton, and they are our <coughs> presenting sponsors. Um, Nancy Kamen, our own Nancy from WILK. Oh, uh, no, Katie, Katie Gilmartin from Not In Company. Tony Bartocci from um, uh, Posture Interactive. Frankie Gervasi, who is a DJ, and I am at one <laughs> last person again. <laughs> did I say twelve? Maybe I have to say Joanne Cummings again. Oh, yeah, I think you did. Um, so it's in, they're all broken up into, um, oh, Kathy Reppert. Kathy okay, Reppert. Okay, do, 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 I got it all. Kathy all Reppert right. from Truly Scrumptious will be okay. another one. But so you just, all of them are in. Now, wait a second. You just said that you got a, a text message. From Joanne. Set, yes, and that you just said Mary Jo Prino. Yes, because she was listening to the show. Oh, and I thought it was Mary Jo who works there at at Sanderson. No, no, no. Mary Jo Prino okay. was listening to the All show. Right. I just wanted to make and sure. And she said, Joanne, Laurie, forgot your name. So how about her ratting right. on me to yeah, the woman who cuts that? my hair? Yeah. One of your friends. Yeah, one of my friends you. just goes right up and says, ah, Laurie, forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's going to nice be friends. lots of fun there. And then afterwards, because yes. we do this Toyota Talks, because Toyota of Scranton is the uh, season sponsor for Broadway Theater. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing, in conjunction with our shows, we're doing Toyota Talks, which is just to spread the word a little bit more of what Toyota does and, and wants the public to enjoy different things that they can for being a sponsor for us not only everything else they get but to make to so we did first fridays for the last two shows and for this show um this show coming up 
for the next one, which is Kinky Boots, um, we're doing a Kasha Davis who was who worked with us for the last two Coleman events. It's no, it's not they're not connected at all except that she did work for us for the last two uh, Coleman functions last two years. She's going to be performing at her show at. Toyota of Scranton front at 5:30, 6:30 is refreshments and 6:30 show. It's about th- it's about um, about 35 to 45 minutes. It's free and open to the public. There'll be a cash bar and order of like refreshments, but they, there will be cash bar, and it'll be at Toyota at 3400 North Main Avenue in um, Scranton, or it's bordering Dixon City there. So, um, so what does Kasha do? What does she's a, show? It's a it's a female review. She's she portrays and sings songs. She's her her real name is Ed Popel, and he's from he lives in New York City and lives in he's from Taylor, mm-hmm. and he Joanne Arduino is a good friend of his, so she got him to come in with his show last two years called Big Wigs. He and his okay. Aggie Dune were in there doing, and they were. Wonderful, and so Kasha does his own show, and he'll be presenting that at Toyota. And he is he went Ed she, so I want to say because she he he becomes Kasha Davis, and it is he's incredible. So it's going to be a nice little and when party. Is that is Sunday night, the fourth, from five thirty to six thirty. Refreshments and cash bar, and then six thirty to about seven fifteen will be the show, free to the public. Okay. So if you're out and about and you're at the Coleman event first, because that's from 4 to 5.30, you can go right up to Toyota of Scranton and see this great little performance. And I'm telling you, it is he's, at, at, well, she when in her performance is wonderful. So that's what we're doing. And that's all that goes along with the, to promote the Broadway show Kinky Boots, mm-hmm. which will come here in, um, on, in March. Yeah, I was going to say the it's the 16th, in March. 17th, and 18th of March. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so those are two things I wanted to talk about. Make sure if anybody's out there and you want to do something on Sunday, these are two fun events to do. So let me just get this straight. The the pre-Oscar thing is at Posh. Correct. And then the show you're talking about is at Toyota. Right. Two separate different, they're two separate events and two separate organizations. They just happen to be the same night and they fall in line. One ends and the next one begins. And you have plenty of time to get there because it doesn't start for an hour. There's a refreshment and open bar for the hour before at Toyota. And if you're really into it, the Oscars started. At eight, At right? eight? Yeah. I don't know, but, oh, God. Well, you're That's not watching always them? painful to me. It's Sometimes painful. it is, but I, I always watch. I have to. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah. you just, I didn't even see the movies. I haven't either. Which, I say every year. Next year, I'm going to make sure I see a movie and start going to a movie more. Do you think I do? No, I know you don't. And I want to. I really do. I I love to go and see movies on the big screen. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's such fun. You could really, really get lost in it you know it just it's a little different than when you're watching a 60 or 70 inch tv now will you go by yourself to a movie sometimes i have to i do i like to go by myself yeah there are times i've gone like in the middle of the afternoon and said okay i'm gonna mm-hmm. find out yeah go see when is it like what are their afternoon times because no one's go? there which is great right. and you can go sneak in be by yourself in your own little corner in your own little chair you can be whoever you want to be there and you just hang out Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
thought you were going to break into song. No, 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 no. I did first. I just didn't sing it. I just said it. it Cinderella, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. So, so anyway, everyone else so I'm going on. I know. So what? It's true. <laughs> Which I don't care. Somebody <laughs> has spring fever, apparently. Oh, yes. oh it's yeah. It's called apparently. no caffeine either, and that's. Oh no, that's disastrous. Uh-huh. That's not a good thing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what else is going on? How's Ann Cadden RN? She's good. That's good. She told me to make sure we mention her name again. Well done. Or okay, if we don't, she's disowning us. Oh. All right. And um, Sean Cadden Foley, another update. Sean yeah. has, because you know what? There's no, if you can, nothing like, I love to listen to people talk about their kids and their successes. And so I'm no different. Well, Sean Cadden Foley like think has applied to 11 law schools. And how many top has he been accepted to? And one to? being Georgetown. And as of today, he has been accepted to all nine, to nine schools to the affirmative, including number one, Yale, number wow. two, Stanford, number three, Harvard. Wow, wow. And then they trickle on. The only one he has not heard to, he has not heard from, are Columbia and and, and um, UVA. Both of them, he is still waiting. Otherwise, he has heard from Georgetown, Penn, NYU, Duke, um, University of Chicago, University of Michigan, and he's um, waiting for those two other schools. When did he hear from Yale? He just heard from Yale last Sunday, and I have to tell you the story. He was in church at, in D.C. at 6 o'clock mass, mm-hmm. and he was, and the phone rang, and it was me, and he just he couldn't talk because he was in church. So two seconds later, the phone rang again, and he thought it was me that he got scared. So he he picked up the phone and he he looked and it said New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, so he knew that's <laughs> what it was. So he thought to himself, oh, "I'm in church. This is Yale calling. Do I leave church or do I let it go to voicemail?" And he said to himself, "I'm staying in church." And he stayed in Good church move. and let it go to voicemail and got out, ran out, mm-hmm. and listened to the voicemail. And the guy said this. This is so-and-so calling from Yale Law. Please give us a call. So Sean did. And right outside of church, the guy said, you were accepted. So I I said, Sean, you made the right choice Mm -hmm. either way. But he goes, Mom, I'm thinking, should I answer it? Should I go? So um, anyway, and he goes, Mom, do you know this is the hardest law school to get into? I said, Sean, and it's the number one in the country. I said, I know all that. And did you have any doubt? He goes, yeah, I really did not. He he just didn't give himself that. He just thought he it wasn't going to happen, hmm. and it did. So, so that's so we're ticking him down and figuring out. He's going to visit all of them and see where's and I and some. My son Tommy said to me, "Mom, why is he applying to all these schools? Like he doesn't knows where he wants to go." I said, "Tommy, he applied to one school for college early decision and got in. So he had none of this wait and see who's going to you know none of that. So he's doing mm-hmm. it for law school. Let him go and he's work. It's working out well." I said, Good. "Stop it, Tommy, because I know, Mom, but it would say." I said, "Tommy, <laughs> it's your brother. Let him go." So anyway, yes, so that's the update. Yay on my boy. But we are going to Yay. take a quick break. We're listening. You're listening. And we are too. This morning to the Laurie and Lynn show. We'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance. It's a new business I formed for the special needs of baby boomer women, financial needs, I should say. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which you can hear on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yay. So what do you have over there? Do you have anything, any goodies that you're going to of talk course, about? Of course I do. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about this particularly because I'm interested in uh, just some feedback from our guest expert today who is from um, a real estate company. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But I, I was fascinated by this these statistics because I never thought that would be the case. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, baby boomers retiring today are just blowing apart all the old stories we thought about what retirement is. So this should be no different. <laughs> Buying into an urban environment. More boomers are packing up and heading downtown for a major change of pace. This is an article that was in AARP, written by a woman named Rhonda Kaysen. And she tells the story that Julie Hatfield and Tim, and Tim Leland moved to downtown Boston. Shirley Madalena, an interior designer, tells her clients that if they want to shake up their lives, they need a new window to look out. In September, she took her old advice, her own advice, and swapped the three-story home in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, where she lived for 33 years, for a three-bedroom apartment in a new luxury tower in downtown Detroit. Is that like a deluxe apartment in the sky? Uh I I think so. (laughs) Moving on. the east side go ahead sorry. are you done yeah i'm sorry I just, thank you it's my mind it goes no, you're way. just into song today for everything yeah. okay and this woman madalena says i just needed something different now in the morning i go out to the great room and pull up the shades and have this magnificent sunrise mm-hmm. everything just sparkles In the suburbs, her neighborhood had no sidewalks and the streets were empty. But in downtown Detroit, everybody's so friendly, I get calls on a late Sunday morning saying, how about lunch? From her apartment, which overlooks Capitol Park, uh, Madalena can walk to the opera, take the Q-Line streetcar to the symphony, or see rock concerts at Little Caesars Arena. I wouldn't have seen Paul McCartney if I still lived in the burbs, she said. Madalena is among a growing number of boomers who are trading their suburban homes for smaller apartments in city centers across the country. Gone are the days when the golden years meant playing bridge in Boca Raton. Instead, these boomers are moving into neighborhoods that have been revitalized with a different demographic in mind, millennials. New urbanism was conceived for millennials but is affordable to boomers. Saddled with student loan debt or a marathon job search, many millennials cannot afford the upscale developments that have been built since the end of the Great Recession, but their parents can. Whether they choose to buy one of those open concept apartments with floor-to-ceiling windows or rent one, many boomers, trends show, seem to be embracing the latter approach as a kind of trial run of their new style. Data from Tenant Cloud, a property management software service, shows that nearly one-third of all urban applications are for renters over the age of 60. Mm-hmm. 
That is amazing. I love it. I couldn't believe that number. They said, we're seeing a big movement of retirees and empty nesters moving back to the city because they no longer have an obligation to their kids. Uh, Another city experiencing a downtown building boom is Portland, Oregon. This speaks to those over 50. These more seasoned buyers like being super close to the hospital, to doctor's offices, to the restaurants. And it's a little bit more upscale than those funky Portlandia neighborhoods, which draw a younger crowd. Consider Christopher Grenzer, 55, a dentist, and Joanne Boddy, 55, who works in marketing. When they decided to give up their 3,500-square-foot home in the Portland suburb of, I think you pronounce it, Tigard or Tigard, they considered buying a smaller house in another residential area, but they were drawn to the new buildings downtown. Downtown sounded more exciting, more action, more to do, Grenzer said. So in 2012, they sold the house where they had raised their son and bought a two-bedroom apartment on the eighth floor of a new condo in Portland's Pearl District. Not everyone is keen on the idea. Grenzer and Body struggle to convince old friends to Parking is just too hard, they say. Grenzer has a little has little patience for the naysayers. Come on, have fun, do something, he said. It's like, no, we'll just stay in our house and watch TV. Packing up an old life for a new one in smaller quarters is not easy. It took Julie Hatfield two years to empty the five-bedroom house she had owned for 43 years in Duxbury, Massachusetts, so that when she and her husband, Tim, 80, could move to an apartment in downtown so that she and her husband, 80, could move to an apartment in downtown Boston. Boy, I used to Craigslist a lot. She donated some items to charity, but many things ended up in the town dump. The couple struggled to agree on what to keep, eventually enlisting an interior decorator, and then Tim wanted those blue couches, and I wanted to get rid of them, she said. The decorator had a good eye, she said. While the blue sofas did not make the cut, we were both happy with what he decided. That's about it. But I just think it's a, that, yeah, that but is at really 80, fascinating. That's kind of a, a big. But that's wow. what I was going to say. My mother did that when Your when mother? my stepfather died. Yeah, she was living in a ranch house. Yep. in Scranton, True. that had a full basement, and she wanted to get out. She wanted. She felt really uncomfortable being by herself in the house in this neighborhood. Because, you know, it was, nothing's wrong with the neighborhood. She just didn't like being by herself. Yeah. So that's when she packed up everything. All I don't know how many years worth of your, stuff. And moved to your sister. And moved next door to my sister in um, a sub. Oh, it was not a suburb. Technically, it's still a part of Philadelphia. To a whole new life. Left everything behind. Basically, all of her friends, her relatives, everything. And moved down there. And she I, I did keep love telling, it, didn't she? I keep telling myself, if she can do it at 80, I can do it whenever. Well, anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. So this is interesting that more and more people are doing this. And I also had some clients come to me and say that they gave me a brochure of a um, assisted living facility. It was really more of an apartment. But it was something that was in downtown Philadelphia. And they had built this whole building for this purpose because it was close to everything that you wanted to do in downtown Philadelphia. They had chefs living there that would make meals to order. You had your own living space, your own kitchen, everything else. It was like having your own apartment. And they were very excited about it because it meant they, well, they lived north of here. I mean, well north of here in a very 
rural area. She wanted to stay because she thought it was nice to have all that land. And he's saying, what do you want to do with all the land? Mm -hmm. You're 75 years old. What do you want to do with it? So eventually they decided to sell everything, cleaned out the house, and they moved to this place in Philadelphia and, and love it. And it makes, it makes, um, it puts much more inventory into the system when they have these houses available mm -hmm. for you. Because I, we're going to talk to Nisha and Wendy with, uh, in the next segment, and that might be something to, to get their opinion about. Um, because people are, I know there's a lot of people who are doing that at the old John Marshall mm -hmm. School, which is beautiful, that yep. Art Russo owns, and they're moving into those places are gorgeous. They're not say they're they're rent. Mm -hmm. They don't own. They rent. I mean, it, it, there's and that they're beautiful. They I mean, are. so I think that 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 appeal. I, I think people it makes you maybe maybe it makes you feel younger or something. I, I don't know. Like you're starting all over again in some way because you really are when your children are gone and you're yes. maybe semi-retired or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can come and go and move and do that. So I, I think that's neat. I also think besides that, I mean, that is the point with that they made that, you know, the kids are gone. The kids are grown that we've done our job mm -hmm. and now it's our turn kind of thing. Right. And there's a whole vibe difference of living in a downtown area. Oh, definitely. You know, that's just, it's very energizing. Yes, because you, know, you see all the activity, you walk out your door. Yes. The only thing that I would never, I could never do, I could move into an, a condo or an apartment if there was some out walking outdoor in other words having a a, a, a veranda or mm -hmm. something where you could walk out or something because yeah. i what i hate about a department living was not having an outdoor to walk out and have a cup of coffee in the air and not yes. you had to go down and outside to get outside mm -hmm. i mean so it's kind of not that you could get anywhere from it but just that you have some outdoor space yeah you know, for if you if you do like, because I'm sure that would be hard for a gardener, someone who spent a lot of time gardening. Well, if they didn't have any space to do it, now you could start a community garden. You could do other things. But if you wanted your own space, I think that would be important that they had that little space. Well, it's interesting you said that because that was one of my mother's biggest concerns, that she wanted to make sure that wherever she moved, she would have a place that she could garden. Garden, yeah. And that was a perfect situation for her because she had the whole backyard yep and her rose bushes and all the other stuff we actually transplanted yeah brought them so down there that's okay. but you know that's kind of stuff that you look for and i know that a lot of these apartments that are being renovated do have balconies and verandas kind of thing where you can have potted mm -hmm. things yeah, and, so and i think at least it's something yeah whether you have like Put tomato plants in a pot, stuff like that, where it makes you feel like you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, that's it's cool. I also have to mention two things too. I want to um, give a shout out. Um, Meyer's dear friend Lynn. Remember, we were talking about Jerry, his buddy, and his brother um, yeah. Billy Emmanuel died. So I, I, he was a wonderful, kind, gentle man about two weeks ago. And so I just want um, to give a shout out to him. He used to listen to us, and he loved yeah. us. And so he's no longer with us. And God bless. And he was the kindest, wonderful, most wonderful man. So Bill Emanuel, we're, you're in our thoughts, buddy. And also um, the Scranton Parade, the St. Patrick's Day Parade next Saturday will be... Um, my brother-in-law, Ed Anglesby, does a food drive for the... Um, uh, 
local food pantries and so they ask for non-perishable there's a truck my brother jimmy gives them one of their truck trucks and they're in the parade route collecting non-perishable and financial cash donations to give so that they can buy stuff because after christmas and thanksgiving when people are thinking of it it's depleted then and it's a good time to restock so yeah. if you see the ancient order of hibernians um, which is the father uh uh, Healy Division. Please, um, if you're there, think about it, bring something or make a donation to them and they'll be on the parade, in the parade, on the route and uh, it's their fourth year that they're doing it. And yeah. then they have a ham and cabbage for 20 bucks afterwards at the Greenwood Hose Company on Bernie Avenue that you can go over 3424 Bernie Avenue. You can go in and the, the, the money that they get from that go to different things to feed people. So they're doing a wonderful job job trying to get that um when you say continued. after that what do you mean it's like dinner time after the parade yeah it's four starts at four o'clock okay so and then of course the scranton cultural center has their parade day event from 11 in the morning until four mm -hmm. um where you can go in free to the public um, there's um in, uh, entertainment by um a, a celtic band and the bagpipers stop because that's the end of the parade they come in and they do their thing and then of course there's food and um wonderful drinks available but it's a very family oriented day and there's about 4,000 people who come through wow. the doors that day and ERA One Source Realty is one of the sponsors for that mm -hmm. so we um, it's a it's a big big day for them so if you're in the parade or on it or in the route on route go in and stop in and enjoy and listen and have some fun so they've been doing this long long time so we are going to take a quick break you're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn show we'll be right back Here's Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of, uh, yeah, of that. Amazon.com. Amazon. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm managing director of a company called Women of Substance. It's a financial planning firm specifically for baby boomer women and their special needs. I'm also uh, the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse available on iStitcher no that's iTunes Stitcher and Google Play I'm all mixed up this did you Sorry. have caffeine? No, oh. I need some. All right, and I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And as Lynn and I have said before, our guest expert today is Nisha Aurora, who is the general counsel for ERA One Source Realty. ERA has about 100 agents in seven offices in 10 counties. Nisha is here, and she has a new agent with her who's joining us by the name of Wendy Davis in a very attractive of young Wendy Davis. Dennis. Wendy Dennis, I know. See? I see. We're both having see? problems. This Wendy yeah. Dennis, and she said it. Um, very attractive young lady she is. Got her license about a year ago. Um, and as Nisha says, we only we only hire pretty girls. Um, and I don't think man, that. I'm kidding, dear God. I'm just kidding. HR is going to be yes, asking right. yes, me. That's why I am HR. Kidding. It's a joke. Hello. <laughs> yes, she is HR. So anyway, um, so we're here. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. How are you guys? We're, we're hanging fabulous. in there. 
can't wait to hear what you have to tell us because it's, I know, I have a little advance notice. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, we have been having a lot of fun. Um, we did our agent day, January 29th. That was great. We had a little feature article in the newspaper and um, the CEO of ERA Corporate came to speak to all of our agents. And I brought Wendy today because Wendy is an emerging YouTube and Facebook star with her new videos that she's been <laughs> posting. So, Wendy, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> and Wendy works out of our Peckville office, and she came to the International Business Conference in Las Vegas with us last week. Um, so we thought we'd tell everyone a little bit about what we learned there. Yeah, so Anisha, much. were you leaving Las Vegas? <laughs> I was fun? sleeping in Las Vegas. No. Um, yes, it was really it fun. Neat? Have you ever been? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've yeah. Never been. Um, my family took us, but well, my dad and mom, you know, like to play cards. Well, so they, yeah. we went to Las Vegas on family vacations. <laughs> I don't hear that's young cool. children. Which is probably inappropriate and why I turned uh -huh. out the way I did, but that's okay. So, Wendy, did you have fun in Las Vegas? Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. And so much fun. Um, did you learn lots? A lot. A real lot. It was probably the best conference I've ever been to, really. Wow. Have you been to a lot of real estate conferences, Wendy? <laughs> two. Only two. Well, no, I guess, I guess uh, Atlantic City, that wasn't a conference, yeah. right? That was that a was, conference. Yeah. That was, mm -hmm. yeah. What was that? Triple play. Okay, yeah. Um, so, by way of background, Wendy got her license. When did you get your license? April. April of last year. Of last year, okay. We tortured her a little bit and sent her to look at some really scary apartment buildings <laughs> in her first... I almost um, didn't come her, back. Yeah, her first day yeah. out, but that was funny. It's just our sense of humor. <laughs> anyway, so she got used to us, and she came back, and Wendy has closed 16 transactions. Wow. It'll be 15. 15. 15. Wow. It, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, right. For you, kid. Yeah. Um, what, 10 months? That is wonderful. Well, I, yeah, I closed 14 and 8. Yeah. So then, then Are you like I rookie of the year or anything yet? No, why am I not? Yeah, Because well, we didn't do awards yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't Maybe ruin the surprise. Time, so. okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin yeah. the surprise. Yeah. Um, so Wendy's one of our really successful new agents. And basically, all she does is listen to what I tell her to do. I was just going to say, no, I really do. what just can you attribute your early success because that's that's wonderful in your first year probably my my coworkers, everybody in era is fantastic and they've helped me with everything that i needed to learn and you know nisha she gives me tons of ideas and i just go run with them you know are you from the area yes i live uh, in peckville okay so that helps too to be for people to know who you are right that that's great right so um now we were saying before wendy i am an agent with era i I really do mostly referring, but I this year, this last month was my thirtieth anniversary. That Yay, I, that's I awesome. was three years old when I got my oh. license. <laughs> and no, but thirty years. I mean, I was twenty-seven years old mm -hmm. when I got that. Okay, everybody, do the math. Quick math. No, <laughs> don't do it. Leave her alone. I'm happy to be there, because um, consider the alternative. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So happy, happy, and when you don't look at who cares, um, but we. I can't, sometimes I can't believe it that it's that long ago. I was in Philadelphia right. and that's when I got my license. 
yeah, I mean, this year's really flown by for us. We've done so many good events, and we've done so much fun stuff, I feel like. Um, it was really great to have everyone come to Las Vegas. There were 12 agents. Oh, 12? Yeah, 12 of us wow, went. Good. Um, we had some big family dinners. We had a couple of fights, as, oh. as you will, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, with, when you're family, you're family. We are. You know? It is. That's, mm-hmm. We are family. One yeah. big fun family that sometimes is a little dysfunctional. Did Ann go by any chance? No, no Ann didn't Anne go. Did go. Okay. Um, but yeah, we had a, we learned a ton. And so one of the things that we learned about was the importance of video in marketing yourself as a realtor and your real estate brand um, so that you're able to market your clients listings and also for with working with buyers video marketing is a little different but um wendy decided last week to do a video with um corky's garden house is it garden house garden yeah, path garden path yeah. corky's garden path um on um, yep. sprucing up your house with spring planting so she posted on her facebook business page and she got three thousand and one views after this morning Great. as of this morning yeah so yeah. um it's awesome so how long ago did you put did you post it originally um, two days, two days ago? ago. Two days, yeah, two days ago. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, Facebook <clears> is. So tell us what we missed because something. I'm sure we can all go look it up now. And a lot of people <laughs> listening will be doing that. And by now, by the time they well, listen to this, Facebook, you'll have ten thousand. And it's all it's it's also on Corky's Facebook. Good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So what was the what was the point? What was he I saying? I just wanted to kind of get out there, and Nisha kind of directed me to it. To see. but what was he saying though? What was, he was just what giving was advice, advice as to what kind of flowers would were good to plant in the yeah. summer, in the spring, and which ones last under light condition mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And he, he's good. He he's, really yeah. was. His mm-hmm. name was Trevor. He was really. Oh, good. I thought you meant Corky himself. But yeah, those no. people they know what yes. they're doing. Yeah, yeah they're they're doing Trevor's yeah. pretty easy on the eyes too. Is yeah, yeah. He was. I tried to pick the hot guy of the bunch. Uh-huh, so there I, you I did go. A good job. Uh-huh. That helps. <laughs> okay. Again, pretty and handsome. You know. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Helps my video. I was just like, just wear right. something ERA in your yeah. video. So has it resulted in any requests? Anybody calling you to say, hey? I, you know, I haven't yet from that video, but mm-hmm. other videos that I've done on Facebook, I, I actually got a couple listings from it. And no kidding, yeah. oh right. yeah, that so, works. Like our ads are on now, so if yes. anybody sees them, they are they adorable. Are? I didn't yes, know that. they're all over. Okay. Randy saw it the the other day. He told me. So. Yeah, so laurieandlinshow.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's it's good. true. I mean, it, it, those things, that stuff works. It really do, does. Now, are most people afraid to do a video, do you think? Yes. Or not afraid, but they don't want to come across like they're insincere, so they may not They may not know how to talk to the camera, so it's hard to do. What yes. do you think? Yes, and when we work on it, we I just kind of tell, like, Wendy's my guinea pig. She, does <laughs> yes. a, she goes on all these adventures and does all this stuff, fun stuff with me. Um, but it really, you know, it really works. Like, you want to know who your realtor is before they come to your house. So mm-hmm. when you do video and she's herself and she's a giggly, bubbly, like fun personality that comes across in video. And then when she goes, you know, when you call her to list your house, which all of you are going to do, because I'm going to give you her <laughs> phone number in a little bit, um, you will already have an idea of who's coming, you know, in to talk to you about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and true. Yeah. Everyone has, you know, selling a house is a business. It's not always fun. So you might as well have someone who makes the process as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. And Wendy's really good at what she does. Thank now, Wendy, Nisha. what made you decide to get your license? 
Well, I was selling my house at the time, and Anne Schroda was... Anne, there we go. Yeah, she came in and she said, you know, you'd make a great realtor. I think you should try <gasps> it. Oh, see, Nisha, so yeah, I was like, working it, working mm-hmm. it. I said, I never thought of that. Shout out to Anne. Yeah, uh-huh. so I did, and here I am. There you with go. the greatest company in the world. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. That's, it is. It's wonderful. And to, to know, to have somebody else see that in you, which Ann would, yeah. um, and then to you to say, hey, I never thought of it, let's do it, and then to have a successful first year, that's calling it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But Ann has a tendency to call it like it is, doesn't she? She calls it like it yeah. is. So yeah, that, like it's like... Anne's been, and Anne got, Mm -hmm. Anne, I remember, and this is no, with Anne, she and I are good friends, full disclosure, but she and I used to get together for lunch, and we used to go to Bestokies when we would meet, and uh, she would talk to me and talk to me and talk to me about real estate, and she said, I'm thinking about doing it. I said, well, go, you know, get your license, do it, and there was all this pep talk and do it, and she ended up doing it, and now she has her broker's license, and so, I mean, she really went. She's doing a good job. Yep. So. And Ann and Wendy both work out of our Peckville office. Yes. Um, which is on Main Street, uh, across the street from the Fidelity Bank. And Bla- it's actually Blakely, I think. But yeah, yeah. I just yeah. say Planet Fitness since yeah. everybody's right there. there. Yeah. It's, so it's, exactly. you can find Wendy hanging down the out. street from Violet's. Right? Yeah. She's always hanging Violets. out in front of the fireplace. Uh-huh. On her laptop, checking new listings. That's a pretty office. Oh, that it really is, isn't it? situated. Yep, it's a good yeah. place. Um, and, yeah, so we're, we've been living it up. I feel like we've, like, really been whooping it up for the past couple months. And we have to say, too, Nisha, everybody's license has to be renewed this year, so you have to make sure you get your continuing education yep. in. By May. By May. So, including myself. We'll schedule something. I have to call Larry yeah. and see what his schedule is and get down there to do that. Because that's... Maybe you could do it for all of us together. He's so good. Mm-hmm. I love him. Who's Larry? Larry Del Grotto. He's excellent. Excellent. That's who you can call if you're interested in taking your the, real estate classes. The, right. Then mm-hmm. after to you become call Larry, an agent, yeah. Yep, you should call me because then you can come work That's with right. us at Hook ERA, One Source Realty. Uh-huh. But then yeah. you go for your continuing ed, which you have to take every two years before you can re- get your license. He, he teaches a class. He's a new place down across from the old um, Rivers, River Street Jazz Cafe across the street from where yeah, that was. I, um, mm, it's in no, Wilkes-Barre, actually. Okay. It's on... Oh, it's on yes, um, okay the main the main mm-hmm. street there so river street yeah river street that's so, exactly yeah. it okay, so I yeah he's good so he's like the guy the go-to guy I love in this him. area i think he's great that. he knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about and i've been to several of them through the years obviously for as long as i'm doing this and he he to me is the best i love him did you take your classes with him wendy no bob walker okay um yeah there's several ways to take your classes you can take them in person you can also take them online Penn um, State is, has mm-hmm. it. That's Penn where I got State, mine. Uh, Penn State has classes if you want a more, you know, traditional classroom setting. Right. I took mine at Nichols Village over three weekends um, when I was in law school. Because who took I'm, that? I mean, who taught that? I don't remember who taught us. Yeah, well, the years... That's all you couldn't do it any other way but do traditional class right. settings. Well, yeah, for me. I mean, you, and I went to Penn State. I was still here. Um I was here when I took my classes. Then I got married and took the test in 1988. So, um, but you can take the courses and then sit for the test later, which is what I did. So now do you think the real estate market is completely different than it was when you first got your license? We have to remember, I started with, worked for Weikert Mm -hmm. and went through three weeks. You could not become an agent unless you did three weeks in King of Prussia. We had a drive from nine to five 
three straight weeks before you were able to start in the business after your license wow. not being paid but that was part but it was a wonderful training. training and then I I worked at second and pine that was where my office was and I'll never forget I got my license and I kind of was waiting to where I was going to go and started interviewing and then ended up getting a first call I took. I had floor time over Memorial Day weekend, and I got a call from a guy who was just picking up the call. I happened to be on call on floor time, answered, and he's had this beautiful house. And I said, "Can you know, I said, well, how about the condition of your house? He said, "It's he, used, he said to me, pristine. It was, it was great, and it was the first house just by one call, and I loved it. Awesome. So anyway, we're going to go. Nisha, quick, tell everyone how they can get you. Um, um, so you can reach me at the Clark Summit office, 570-587-9999. And Wendy, you want to give everyone your cell phone number for when they want to call you to list their house? <laughs> it's 570-687-8472. There we go. That was Wendy Dennis from the Peckville office of ERA One Source Realty and Nisha Aurora General Counsel, Counsel ERA One Source. Nisha's housed in Clark Summit. So thank you for coming, girls. Thank Wendy, you. nice to meet you. Nice Congratulations, to meet you too. Lynn. We'll see you next week. Everybody, thanks for listening. Please have a good weekend. Stay safe and please be nice. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.